Hello, and welcome to another episode of Catalytic Converses. product owner role that was listed as brackets job share interesting idea for us to have a chat about so i've got indeed.com to do a little bit of defining for us first so what is job sharing job sharing is the process of breaking up a role into two part-time contracts this allows two individuals to work across different parts of what was once the same role working on a job share basis is incredibly flexible for the individuals and the company as it allows for tailored shift patterns hours and assignments some ways that that might be plausible, same shift working, so individuals working the same pattern, but doing different parts of the role. Uh, split shifts across the working day, so I work mornings, you work afternoons, but we share the same job. Splitting up the week, or some combination of the above. In terms of benefits, uh, it lists things like flexibility, I guess having multiple sets of brains, multiple brains on a problem, generally quite a good thing. I think it's an incredibly good thing for you know, progressive reasons like people coming back to work after a period away from work or people that want a different work-life balance. So before we go into this conversation, I do want to say that on a whole, I think that job sharing is a, a really positive idea. The agile uh, sort of that agile principle of focus was what came to mind for me and how, how feasible it would be as a product owner or a, a, maybe a bit more feasible as a scrum master. But these roles that are, you know, um, very dependent on relationships, essentially one person having some strong opinions, if you're a product owner, how that might work with a job share. Are you saying product owners are control freaks? Um, no, but I think it's the one that requires a bit of direction setting. So I, I think job sharing between two people as one product owner in a official job, job sharing capacity is feasible. I think my caveats there are, one would have to be involved in the hiring of the other, or you would have to hire them based on shared chemistry. Um, I think hiring two people with wildly different opinions and behaviours could be utterly disastrous. But if those two people can stay close enough that they can speak with one voice, then yeah, completely feasible. So my only kind of experience of this is twofold, and it's not really directly related, but I've worked with somebody who was part-time in the past, um, so that's a full-time role that they work part-time. The rest of that time wasn't covered by anybody. And for them, and this was more to do with the organization than them, it was quite isolating. They felt left out of a lot of things. That uh, was back a, a while ago when office culture was office culture. So maybe that's different nowadays. The other was actually two PAs that can, they worked 50-50 covering one full-time role. And they had a shared inbox and would just split the tasks and do handovers during the week. So they're, they're kind of the practical experiences of this I've had in the workplace. I wonder what the crossover is with the new buzzword, which is fractional employment and where that fits in. Yeah, I, I, I think that definitely came, came to my mind as well. Um, and you also sort of hinted towards it, but I think a future topic for us will probably be the four-day working week. Although I can imagine that might be quite a short conversation um, in a positive way. Um, no, I, th I think the the real line I wanted to draw here 
is about it being a formal and agreed upon thing versus a world of proxies because there isn't an actual product owner. Um, and I think, you know, concluding here that we think job share of agile roles is a positive and plausible thing um, would be good. But don't let that be taken as uh, we think that, you know, a whole team should split the product owner responsibility amongst themselves um, all of the time or from us all amongst themselves all the time or whatever that looks like. Um, I, I want to be really clear that we're talking about explicit job shares as a working pattern here. Yeah, so you've got you've got a job, which is a full-time job. That work is shared out amongst individuals. And in terms of agile and a job share and looking at those key roles that we've honed in on, so Scrum Master, Product Owner. The thing that I like about Agile and the way that team works together is, or, or you construct teams for balance, is that they, yes, you have defined roles where necessary, but the benefit is the kind of the collaboration piece and the level playing field, which means that you're injecting experience and expertise. So if you say to me, you're going to get two Product Owner brains for the price of one, then my reaction to that's quite positive because I get two sets of perspectives, which will balance and normalize over time because as a good BA will work with a good product owner, they'll be able to reflect each other's views and thinking, they'll be able to challenge one another and you get a better product as a result of it. So I think that in, just in terms of the stance, I think that's great. How do you make it work successfully? Well, I'm a massive advocate of async and that's a great way to do that because you're not going to meet each other. In, in there's not likely to be a handover day if you're doing it properly. There could be. Well, I mean, one of the options there was working the same shift and just doing different tasks. Yeah, that's true. Um, so it's feasible. I think asynchronous communication will be really important. You know, I just hone back in on that communication piece, right? Um, those two people need to be, be communicating a lot <laughs> and in a very healthy and open way. I, I wonder whether it's... So we've kind of settled on the product owner role to start this conversation here because of the job ads that inspired it. If you were working with a team and they had a job share Scrum Master, would that change any thoughts of yours? So I think if I look at product owner and Scrum Master, it wouldn't change my thoughts. Certainly not in Scrum Master because the Scrum Master, if, you, if you've been a true Scrum Master, you're really focusing on how you coach, guide, enable. Therefore, your subject matter expertise is in is in that activity rather than in the product necessarily. So for me, the the product owner would be the if if it was going to be a challenge to get to accepting it, which it really isn't. But if it was, then the product owner is the one that I'd give more scrutiny to. But I do wonder to your point then about whether there's roles that I would be more concerned about taking that pattern. And to your point about not seeing ownership of roles changing constantly and 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 this being quite a narrow focus on an actual job and the splitting of that job and keeping defined responsibilities and if i go back to fractional um not to pull us into the fractional world because i think it's slightly different but it leads me to the question how much is too much because here we're talking about two people sharing if it was five people sharing we might have a different view yeah i think that's somewhat where my point about proxies earlier came from you know, in, in a world where there isn't a PO, so various people in a team proxy for that role, that's not the same thing. I wouldn't be really clear that it's not. I just wondered as well, that option of, I've got two people that are working full-time in a business, 
and they're sharing part of a role part of that time so they alternate would i view that differently than if i had two people that were working part-time in a business and shared that role part-time so it was a hundred percent of their time when you're in office hours whether that's part-time or full-time what's a hundred percent of your focus and my preference would be to have somebody that's a hundred percent of their focus no matter what time that is is on the one role rather than split across multiple roles those two individuals that both part-time do an extra thing aren't 100 focused on that extra thing and therefore are going to be less effective than two people that are formally job sharing yeah that's a nice way to summarize we're kind of reaching a natural conclusion here um so for me at least it's job sharing within agile seems really feasible let's cover those roles though so so let's go through okay let's let's deconstruct a team developers yeah feasible um i don't see why not so what about the supporting crew that are doing the ui if they're not in the team, they sit outside in a in a pooled function, for example. That's a whole different discussion. But yeah, we're getting into complicated. I'm doing a lot of assumption, a lot of assuming here around the fact that we've got a team that has all the skills it requires. Yeah, okay. Because you could have, you know, if your stakeholders, and this might be a good one. So let's imagine you're in a reasonably traditional setting. You've got a sponsor, and um, the way that falls is. You demo to one person one time. You demo to another person another time. Uh, you you might be forgiven as the team for being a bit nervous about that. Yeah, I could see that, and I think that's one where I come back to how important that communication is, and what would that look like? Should should you have to demo it twice, or should if there are two people sharing one role, if there is an element of sign off required, sign off from the one of them working at that moment should be sufficient. Yeah, I, and I don't necessarily even mean that. I, I mean, um, so you're not demoing the same thing twice, but you just naturally, the way it falls, you, you're you demoing different increments. You've got different stakeholders the first time they're seeing something. Uh, you're right, we'll be through, hopefully through that communication with their counterpart, um, and therefore any debate that they have will be with them. So uh, maybe there's a, as they normalize, for want of a better term, Maybe there's a period of time where job sharing is quite um, disruptive. I don't think it w- it's going to ever be the easiest thing in the world to set up because it is an increased level of communication for numerous people. And as we both see, teams can be poor at communication at the best of times. So adding in a complication there is always going to be a little bit of an extra challenge or often going to be an extra challenge. And how do you hire for those roles? Because product owners, product managers can be people with quite definite views. Good ones will consume other thoughts and um, and data and, and set direction that way. But they're still quite confident, self-assured people. One, you've got to be really explicit about what's being hired for and how it would work or how you see it working. And two, I come back to, I think I would need one to be part of hiring the other or them both to be part of a shared process and we test the chemistry in some way as as we bring those people in to do a shared role how do you monitor the health of it so you've just embarked on this as an organization for the first time how do you monitor the health i think there's probably a need for that within the team level if it were me in the job share role i could also see you know if you and i were doing this i would want you and i to have coffee but no less than once every fortnight to just ensure that we were still working well together a thought occurs to me as I sort of play this out, scrum events, so planning, retrospective, uh, in particular, things that are only once per sprint, how they work with job shares. And if you 
can't get both individuals there, which might not work with the, the pattern that's established. How you feed back from a retro to the one person that it would have been nice to have there and not, you know, I think putting my Scrum Master hat on for a second, if at all possible, I would want both of the job share individuals in Scrum events because there's just so much essential conversation happening in those. So that's an interesting barrier to this. And just as you were speaking, I was writing down some notes. A question to myself was, is it incumbent? Should it be incumbent on the people that are job sharing? And maybe to a certain extent, it just naturally is and, and they'd want to do it anyway. Is it incumbent on them to make sure that the job sharing is working well for everybody else? Possibly, yes. But that led me to think, well, what's the organization doing? What tools has it got in place? Because actually job sharing and this situation, some of the problem statements are exactly the same for team communication anyway. So, you know, async approach, using tools like Loom to record demos to be able to allow people to put feedback in and, and whatever else, even extending that out to how you do your retros and whether you set up a board before that everybody can feed into. So if people can't physically be there, then they still get to have a voice and all those kind of things. And it's those considerations and turning and maybe this will feed into remote work discussions. But how do you how do you turn collaboration into something that's accessible for everybody on demand at, especially as the world becomes more distributed. So the conclusion to this then is, it sounds that you, if this is the first time you're embarking on this as an organization, you want to do it consciously, which should be the case for anything, really. Uh, organizations tend to stumble around unconsciously into things and make a mess of it and whatever. But let's assume that there's all, there's all good intent there. So we sat back and reflected and created this set of opportunities to make the organization more accessible. Fantastic. So we've got tools, we've got training, and we've got awareness that will support this formal agreement that will, yeah, that will absolutely underpin how those individuals interact, how uh, teams and other individuals interact with them, et cetera, all that sort of structures in place. And then we see beyond that, if you get that right, nothing but advantage because you're getting extra brain power, et cetera. Or do you say there's some disadvantage to this? I think there are naturally some additional challenges. We've covered them in terms of the different communication patterns and things like that. They are naturally going to lead to slightly different problems to what you would see in a team that's all working at the same time. But I think it's almost certainly more positive than negative. Um, the, the final thing I'd want to add is just this isn't a topic that either of us have vast experience of, but I, I, you know, I promise our listeners that we've both come at it with open minds and positive intent. But if you're a listener who is part of a job share and would like to get in touch and come on and tell us about it, please do. Um, I think we'd both find that really interesting and um, it would be a nice segue into a world of having guests, which is something that we've been talking about a little bit. Yeah, I'd be really interested to get some of his real life experience. 